Welcome to Great Dad Podcast, a podcast dedicated to working moms and dads who wish to improve their lives and the lives of their children. I am Hans, supply chain manager by trade, with a bachelor's of business administration and a bag full of life experiences which you cannot learn from school or any extracurricular activity. On today's episode, I will be talking about how three things, three guidelines you can use to help develop your children into fearless individuals. Now, I must stress beforehand that when raising children, safety is key. And what's most important is not to have your son or daughter set fire to the whole house or to run on a busy street or to do anything which we can all agree on is absolutely dangerous and uh, grotesque or silly. So (laughs) without further ado, (laughs) I will talk about those three things, three guidelines we take into consideration when we raise our children, when we teach them. Because in the end, we're there to guide them along the way. And in order to guide them properly, we need to know who they are. So that's number one, guideline number one. Know them. Know their proclivity. Enjoy their proclivity and also have them know that it's okay to enjoy Something that is different from everyone else. This is very important because this is a gift that to him and him alone. I understand the parents who ask a fair amount of effort and development in different directions, whether it be music, whether it be Uh, activities, sports, and such, I understand. It's good to have a balanced and diversified pool of activities. What you do not want is to have your children being alienated with your choices. It's often the case that when you are making a decision, you're not making a decision, which is in your child's best interest. It's in your self-interest, a very selfish request, or rather a selfish demand. And that demand, the child can cue in on that. Children are not stupid. They're very, very intelligent. They can They can either opt in or opt out of an idea. It's really depending on how you place it, how you set it up. Stacking a good offer, well prepared, will save you just a direct answer to a request. Now, second second guideline that we must adhere to or we should adhere to, is listening 
to what the child would like. Having your child capability to decide what they want to do, how they want to do it, is not a bad thing either. You are showing your child the consequences of one's actions, the benefits of how everything is working around that particular action, and it also instills an executive function. Executive function is key for the child to be able to delay its gratification. I don't need to tell you, you hear this probably a hundred times in a, in a week alone, that we are bombarded with instant gratification and that our community is more interested in consuming other than growing. You know this all too well. You've heard it all too much. And that's why I am going to try to make you hear this in a different manner. Now, when it comes down to the whole development, we must be able to allow them to make the choice, have them see the choices, and give them the possibility to make the choices and be like Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones is is quite interesting. He'll listen to the demands and he'll sometimes will let King Joffrey have a say in a few things. But there are moments when and this is where the third point comes in Tywin has to step in and say no. And the way how he does it is so convincing, it's commanding. That's already respect. Okay, I am not saying that you should go full Tywin. Um, I don't want to hear any stories of parents getting shot by a crossbow bolt in the privy. By the way, spoiler alert, I should have said that before. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> no, but the fact is, we humans like to have a certain boundary. That boundary is designated by our society. And that society gives that boundaries also to the families. And the families designates that to the siblings and so on. So what I'm trying to say here is being able to say no. Being able to put your foot down. And to say what needs to be said. Hear what needs to be here and consider the alternatives which can actually bring a fruitful alternative, a fruitful um, compromise. Just not every time. So in conclusion, 
three guidelines for raising very healthy and very resilient children is one, know their interests. Let them be children. Let them explore. Let them enjoy that time. They're only children once. When you take that away, that's a vicious cycle that's only going to come around and it's going to only rob of the next generation of that pleasure. Don't rob that pleasure. Guideline two. Remember that in the end, it's a child's choice if he wants to do it or not. We as guides, advisors, help him along with that decision-making process. Because, look, we can't protect children from all harm. We can't. That's an unhealthy living. That's actually unhealthy dying. Because once that child reaches a certain age where no one is there for him, that's where he's in trouble. And that is where he has many issues about self-confidence, depression, the capability or lack thereof of being able to do things on his own. Don't rob him of that. And number three, advocating for children's capability to have a word or say, but it's also the parent's duty to say no. Because there are some things which is just silly, too silly to mention, and that it's not even up for discussion. However, that doesn't mean that you're totally blocked off all conversations or discussions. Compromise. An open mind, open thoughts are key here to having children down the line, down the road, who are going to listen to you and not just everybody else. This is Hans. Sign out.